Hey, this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to Soul Wizard on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to Soul Wizard. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 331 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. What century are we in? I've lost track. 22nd? Hmm. Was that Buck Rogers? Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Riggins. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some news to discuss, and then we've got a full review of the newest movie starring Vince Vaughn, Freaky. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Aubrey, what's going on? I am uh, not doing much. Making dream catchers. Um, I'm going to be actually opening an Etsy store for them because I had a lot of people ask me for them after I said I was making them because I'm trying to raise money for my dog. And um, I, I don't really have anywhere to sell them besides on Facebook. And I had like customers coming up to me while I was at work yesterday asking me when I was making them um, if they could buy them. And I can't really sell stuff at my job. That's just rude. Uh, so I'm going to make an Etsy store and sell dream catchers there, I guess. Still no OnlyFans, huh? Yeah, no. Uh uh, given that I can't even pee without Noah coming into the room, I don't know. I don't know how that'd go. <laughs> what is, how old is he? Seven? Yeah, yeah. You get about five years until he leaves you alone in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mark Ellis, how the hell are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, back on the family video website, buying more DVDs because I can't stop We're myself. Single-handedly keeping them in business <laughs> right now. Hashtag save the video store. I took that shit personally because I used to work at a video store. So uh, yeah, it's a great way for me to uh, fill out my collection. You know, if there's movies that I'm missing, um, it's a good way for me to uh, fill it out. And uh, their deals are good, man. I'm not going to lie. Like brand new Blu-ray, DVD, and digital copies you know, depending on what you're getting. Like I have, uh, in, full disclosure time, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Fast and the Furious saga, <laughs> but I'm also- well, it is about family. Exactly, it's about family video. Um, I, I'm, I am a completist too, so I did, I have like the first six in a nice set, um, and I did oh God, get- That's not the box set that looks like a wheel, is it? That is exactly the box set that looks like a wheel. <laughs> So I have the first six and it had a space, it had spaces for seven and eight. So I got the seventh one and, uh, you know, it's like, it was like five bucks. And then I got the eighth uh, part eight for like, there's like six bucks. And this is brand new Blu-ray 
and digital copies. So yeah, I'm I'm just you know I'm I'm building up my collection, and uh, I'm hopefully going to get all of this stuff. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have space for all of these DVDs that I'm buying. Mark is the Oprah of movies. <laughs> you're getting a movie, and you're getting a movie, and you're getting a movie. Everyone gets movies. I do Except have it's to. It's just him getting the movie. Yeah, <laughs> there, it's like there... I'm getting a movie. I'm getting a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I yes, there are moments where I remember I have to do. I do have to buy some for other people, but yeah, for the most part, it's all. It's mainly for me. Like, how do you? How can I? If they put, you know. Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz together, brand new for four dollars. Like, how am I going to say no to that? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing. Joey, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I don't really have anything super exciting that's been going on. I just been um working way too much. Uh, tis the season for me for busyness at work at both jobs. So I've been averaging fifty six to sixty hours a week. Uh, between my two jobs, so I haven't really had much time to do anything other than, you know, sleep and sneak in a movie that we have to watch for the show. I have been, I know we might have been buying a lot of movies. I have been buying a lot of action figures. <laughs> in the last, uh, like, week, I got about five figures in. I got a uh, Star Wars Black Series. So Star Wars Black Series are six-inch uh, Marvel Legends-style Star Wars figures. And I was like, you know, I don't I, I, it feels good to not collect anymore, really to not really be buying figures anymore. Then I slowly started buying figures again with G.I. Joe kind of opened the door. And then I happened to be at Target, I want to say maybe like three months ago. And they had a couple Black Series figures on clearance and they were cheap. They were like eight bucks each. It was uh, Luke in ceremonial outfit from the end of A New Hope with a yellow jacket and uh, Ray from Rise of Skywalker. Which is just Ray. I mean, she, she wore the same outfit practically for three movies. So I, I grabbed those and that like opened the floodgate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I still have a ton of my old like Kenner figures from when I was a kid. So what I've been doing is buying the same ones, but in black series so that I can display them together. So it's like before and after almost. So I got Han Bespin and I got Luke Bespin. Um, but then I'm like, well, then I can't just stop it, too. So I got Luke uh, X-Wing fighter pilot. Oh. <laughs> and then um, I happen to be in a – God, this is another terrible, terrible thing. I joined a group on Facebook for Black Series figure collectors. And this guy was dumping like five six-inch uh, Mandos for Mandalorian because he's an inbox collector that uh, he wants to keep them in the box and have the boxes be like perfect. And he kept ordering them off Amazon – and they would come in messed up. And so he was just practically giving them away. So I got a Mando. Um, and it just has stickers on the outside of the package. And I'm going to open it anyway, so I don't care. So I got that like at a normal price instead of what everybody else is charging. And then I'm like, well, if I have Mandalorian, I can't not have Grogu. Right. <laughs> so then I had to order a Grogu. And then the other day, Derek was like, oh, my God, look at this. And uh, Target had an exclusive Imperial probe droid. In a six-inch scale, and it was like a forty-dollar figure, but it was on um, sale for fifteen for Cyber Monday. So I grabbed that too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just I have, uh, uh, pre-ordered a speeder. Um, there's like a huge figure coming out for Black Series. That's a um, a speeder. I'll have to send it to you, but I pre-ordered that. I really like Amazon. The snow speeder? I think so. Let me see. <laughs> Is it Dak? Is it um, Dak? <laughs> 
Let's see. I just pre-ordered it the other day because I was at work, and we were talking about how I had that Mando. <laughs> I originally got it for Noah, and I was like, uh, 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 I don't know if I'm going to give it to him. Um, it's the Bike Scout Trooper in the Child. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have that on pre-order also. I thought you were talking yeah. about this the uh, Black Series Snow Speeder. That's like $150. Uh, that does come with DAC, by the way, Mark. It does? Oh, shit. I think I want one. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I just pre-ordered. Well, then pre-order. I have it. It's coming. I just bought it. It's uh, Cara Dune. So I have that on the way. So any uh, transgendered action figures I have are going to be really upset. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, what else do I have? And I uh, Moff Gideon I have on pre-order. So I think that's everything. Everything non-G.I. Joe that I have pre-ordered. <laughs> and and I have that, that biker scout with speeder bike and uh, Grogu in a bag uh, pre-ordered. So. so that's what I've been doing. Spending way too much money on uh, Black Series figures and G.I. Joe figures. But you know what? I've been working my balls off at my other job. And that's what that money's for. It's to have fun with real job is for the household. Second job is for cool stuff. So... Yeah, I bought some cool stuff. But enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you will find movie reviews from yours truly. You'll find some Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you will find our merchandise there. We have a Tee Public store. Click on the Tee Public button. You will find t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, masks, uh, things you can order with the Soul Wizard Podcast logo on it. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on the big A, you do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, YouTube, uh, and we have a Patreon page where you can support us monthly and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. I think we just need an Excelsior. Excelsior! No, that's not good. Excelsior! Fucking fantastic. That's it. All right. Marcellus, it sounds like we have some news to discuss, so let's do it. Drop the drop, and let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in uh, Geeky News, uh, there was a uh, an announcement that was made for a, another movie that's going to be coming out. Uh, Sony Pictures is putting together a movie based on Metal Gear Solid, and they have cast Oscar Isaac as the main character, who I'm going to say his name is Solid Snake, maybe. Sony, uh, they're pretty good at casting leading men so far. You know Andrew Garfield in in Spider Man, uh, despite what you think of the movies, he was he, he I thought he did a good Spider Man. Uh, Tom Hardy as Venom, uh, despite what you think of the movie. 
despite what you think in a movie, uh, a lot of people like Tom Hardy. So they're good at casting uh, leading men. Uh, it's the movies that are questionable. Uh, so uh, this is coming from the director of Kong Skull Island, who I know has been working on this movie for a while. This is like a dream come true for him. Uh, I'm excited that he got this job because he's been promoting himself to do it um, even before it was announced. So, Aubrey, I know how much you love uh, video game adaptations into movies. So uh, let's start with you. What do you think of Oscar Isaac as Solid Snake? This is tough because I like Oscar Isaac, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I hate the concept of a Metal Gear Solid movie. So I... That's tough. I'm conflicted. <laughs> Have you played Metal, Metal Gear Solid? I played the older ones. I haven't played any of the newer ones. Um, I know that the last one that came out, it took forever just to get through the beginning sequence. Um, and that was very disinteresting to me. And I was like, I'm not going to sit there for hours just getting through the beginning sequences. And I'm just not going to do it. And thus I did not. <laughs> All right, I can say that I've never even, I don't even know what it looked like. If you put an image of Metal Gear Solid in front of me right now, I would have no idea what that was. Joey, how about you, dude? How do you feel about a Metal Gear Solid movie and Oscar Isaacs leading the charge? Ooh, well, they've been, they've been talking about this forever. I feel like uh, we've been talking about a Metal Gear movie for a long time. Uh, I love the games. They are so up their own ass with storyline. That I, I, that they have to completely rewrite this shit. Like you can't make a movie out of this. The general movie going public will not stand for the absolute nonsense of this story. <laughs> Maybe you base it off the first game and just kind of leave it at that. Cause the first game is probably the most normal, I would say of the storylines before it gets ridiculously up its own ass. Um, by part six, was there a part six? Aubrey, I lose track. I know there's part five, right? Yeah, I think there is a part six. It's weird because they do like two different part fours. I yeah, think. I don't and, remember what part there was. I think I remember the last time I played was the Phantom Pain. So, but regardless, it gets completely up its own butt with a uh, incomprehensible storyline. So they'll have to uh, really dial it back. But the first game has a great storyline, uh, really cool characters. Oscar Isaac's gonna be awesome as Snake, and uh, you know then he can also play Liquid Snake. And Big Boss and Liquid Chris and, you know, all those great characters. So uh, I'm all in, man. I am all in. Uh, this this could be awesome. I get like, But like I said, it's been in development hell for so long that, like, I be- almost want to say I'll believe it when I'm sitting in the movie theater watching it. But, man, I, this is remotely exciting. Remotely exciting. I, I can't wait. Well, the director is really cool. Uh, his name is Jordan Vaught Roberts. Um, and like I said, he did direct. Kong Skull Island. And as much as I had my issues with that movie, I really like him. Like I, I like him as a person, um, him like talking about the movies that he's making and the, the pledge that he made for Metal Gear Solid. God, I want to say whenever Kong came out. So like two years ago, three years ago, whenever he, when he was, you know, talking about the chance to maybe direct a Metal Gear Solid movie, he, he showed some concept art that he was that he had done on his own and uh, it looked pretty cool. So I'm like, Oh, okay. This guy is passionate about it. So, you know, this could be a cool movie. So I'm interested. Uh, the fact that they somehow got, uh, Oscar Isaacs out of his, uh, moon Knight schedule <laughs> to come and be in this movie is perfect. So, uh, yeah, I'm down for it. Never played a video. Well, I game. never saw uh, Kong skull Island, but I do like Brie Larson in a tank top. So 
There you go. You get plenty of that. And you're gonna you're probably gonna have to watch it before you watch uh, Godzilla versus Kong because that sets it up. So uh, and uh, as we mentioned before in our next story, uh, we mentioned before last week that uh, or a couple of weeks ago that uh, Wonder Woman is going to be premiering in the theaters on Christmas Day, but it's also going to be premiering on HBO Max. And Warner Brothers has decided that they're going to release their entire 2021 slate on HBO Max, kind of following the same pattern as Wonder Woman. They're going to release it uh, on a streaming service, and they're going to release it in a theater so that if you do want to have that big theater experience, you can go see it on that day. Uh, If you want to stay at home and watch it, you will have 30 days to watch the new movie before it eventually runs its uh, course to be released on DVD and all of that stuff. So everything is coming out next year uh, without anyone having to leave their house as long as they have HBO Max. So that's Godzilla versus Kong, Space Jam 2, The Suicide Squad, Dune. Everyone's going to get to watch it in the safety of their own home. Joey, let's go back to you. How do you feel about Warner Brothers premiering their movies through the streaming service? And you think this is going to eventually completely collapse the the movie theater system as we know it? Um, Well, there's two levels here. One, I'm super excited because it means we're going to have fucking content (laughs) (laughs) no more no more uh reset the clock reset the clock uh over and over again juggling the schedule around of what we're going to do for the show Um, we're actually going to have movies that are coming out that people want to hear us talk about and we're going to have them on the dates they're supposed to be here so uh, i feel like the schedule is locked now for uh, warner brothers for next year Uh, i'm hoping this spurs other studios to do the same whether it's disney with their own streaming service or you know, Universal, uh, these other other studios might make a deal with Netflix or something just to get these movies out. Um, I, I just as, as far as the theater, I think once this is all over and people are comfortable going back to the theater, then they'll pull this back. But because you're, you're going to you just you can't make the same amount of money. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to get whether it doesn't matter what movie it is. Matrix four, Dune. Um, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, Fast and the Furious 9, it doesn't matter. Like You're not going to get that kind of money from video on demand or from a streaming service. You're never going to sign up enough people to make up for not making a billion dollars on Wonder Woman. But they got to put the movies out at this point. So right. um, I, I feel like that once the theaters are open again fully and people feel comfortable going to the movie theaters. So, I mean, and we could be talking about 2022 at this point for that. So... Don't, don't get me wrong, it's not going to be like March, but you might see them start to slowly dial it back. So it'll the bigger movies will start going th- back to how they were at the theater where smaller movies might get kind of pulled back. But uh, yeah, I don't think the theaters are going to die anytime soon. Um, people have been clamoring for this, for streaming service only stuff for a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of it. I enjoy the experience of going to the movies. I like gathering up the kids and we pile in the car and go check out whatever the newest movie is. I mean, it makes it easier for things they don't want to see. So, (laughs) you know, I don't have to worry about those Friday morning trips to uh, the movie theater (laughs) to go see, uh, I don't know, like whatever fucking terrible movie it is that we're watching for the podcast that (laughs) the kids don't want to see, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm excited. I'm very excited for content. I I can't describe to you in words how excited I am that we're going to have like actual big movies to watch that again, (laughs) it's been almost a year. So I'm excited for that. All right, Aubrey, how about you? Are you excited that you're going to get to watch all of these movies from the safety of your own home? Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, I am. I Even yeah. though I really do like the movie theater and it's something me and Noah could do together and um, he loved going. I, I wish that they would open back up, at least for the people that do want to go and find a way to make it safe and, and everything. Um, and I definitely will go back to the movie theaters if they do stay open and don't close forever. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, though, that I get to see them on Christmas and I don't have to wait. <laughs> that That's um that's pretty exciting for me. And I'm willing to pay the the fees for HBO Max and everything so that I can be able to see these movies. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think uh, HBO Max is uh, HBO, yeah, I don't think HBO Max is that expensive uh, per month. So I think it's only 14.99. I think that's what I pay for it, mm-hmm. um, which isn't too bad and you get these movies for free on like Mulan, which was an arm and a leg and you pay <laughs> however much monthly for Disney Plus. So I mean, I I think it's a pretty good deal. There's a lot of good stuff on HBO Max too, like Lovecraft County or Country. Sorry, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, and they need you know this this move is going to definitely help them compete with Disney Plus and Netflix as far as the streaming wars go, and you know the movies are still hitting theaters. So, you know, if Mortal Kombat is your jam and you really want to see it on the big screen, if your local theater is open, you'll still get a chance to, to go to the theaters and watch it. You, know, you don't have to watch it on TV. So that option is there. And I think that's cool because that will keep the, uh, that will keep the theaters open. I believe I know Wonder Woman is coming out Christmas day and you know, some theaters are allowing, allowing you to do like private screenings. You know, you can rent out the theater uh, just for Wonder Woman and uh, for our local theaters, that whole weekend, it's all sold out. So there will be a lot of people watching Wonder Woman in the theater. So, you know, Warner Brothers is going to make some money off this movie, the old-fashioned way. But yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. And, and I'm, I'm, I can say that out of all of these movies that are listed, I'm very excited for us to do In the Heights. So I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm playing that flag right now. <laughs> it's not the normal content, but damn it, if they're going to release it out, I'm, I'm, I'm playing that flag right now, In the Heights, whenever that gets released. Well, if I don't have to leave the house, then it's fine. <laughs> All right. So we're uh, like on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, so that's it. That's pretty much it for the news. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be right back with our review of Freaky. If you're into all things comics, you have to check out Take a Knee for Marvel vs. DC, your go-to podcast for comic and superhero discussion, debates, polls, and more. Tune in as regular Scott and Ozzy Killmonger chat about your favorite comic topics, and you never know who may show up for an open mic or what will be next on their favorite One Gotta Go. Take a knee for Marvel vs. DC every Sunday, powered by the Defy Light Podcast Network. All right, and we are back. All right, guys, we all had a chance to watch the new movie, Freaky. Aubrey, why don't you tell us what it's about? 17-year-old Millie Kessler spends her days trying to survive high school and the cruel cruel actions of the popular crowd when she becomes the latest target of the butcher, the town's infamous serial killer. Her senior year becomes the least of her worries. When the butcher's mystical dagger causes him and Millie to magically switch bodies, the frightened teen learns she has just 24 hours to get her identity back before she looks like a middle-aged maniac forever. All right. Well, we all had a chance to watch it. It was out in theaters. It may still be out in theaters as we speak, but it hit video on demand on Friday. 
So let's hear it. What did we think of Freaky Aubrey? Non-spoiler to start. What did you think? It's okay. Um, I feel like the concept is really overused for me. Um, the whole like switching bodies and and stuff. It's just overdone. Um, high school drama overdone. I mean that the cast is good, but I don't know. All right. <laughs> Markellis, how about you? Yeah, uh, we should just definitely note that this is from the writer-director of the Happy Death Day series. So it's that vibe. Um, and I will say, if, you, if you're familiar with that type of vibe, then this is... The movie's good. It's good. It's not great. It's not amazing. But it's, it's entertaining enough. I feel like I'm on a lonely island over here. <laughs> Where have I heard that before? But uh, I fucking loved this movie. (laughs) I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. It was funny. It was great. I loved this movie. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Not hashtag. Sorry. Not sorry. That's all I do between, uh, you know, as soon as I saw it was like, you know, a high school girl uh, dealing with uh, issues um, and troubles. I'm like, this is right up Joy's alley. I don't know what you're trying to imply, I'm, but I'm, uh, I'm not saying anything. I'm just, you know, just let, let's just take a, a quick look at the movies that you do love or TV shows that you do love. What was that show with uh, Emma Roberts on uh, MTV? Scream uh, Queens. Scream Queens? Yeah. This could fit right in the Scream Queens universe, I, I feel like. Okay. Well, that, that show's hilarious. <laughs> was it about teenage girls in high school? Yeah. Okay. Right. They were in college, but. <laughs> all right. Let, let's move on. That's enough enough shots at me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyone have any non-spoiler thoughts about the film? Uh, not really. Was it too scary for you or too gory for you? No, it it was fine. It couldn't happen in real life, so it wasn't like super upsetting. Like Halloween could happen in real life. There could mm-hmm. be a stalker that's trying to kill people. <laughs> that could happen. Okay. Wow. You know, I watched the beginning of the movie and I felt all of that stuff could happen. And I'm like, oh, God, Aubrey's going to watch this and hate us. Because <laughs> all of the. And then there's a mystical dagger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. As long as the mystical dagger showed up, that's fine. Everything else is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah they switch bodies. She has 24 hours. Fucking magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say this movie is perfect if you are, you know, if you're looking for like a fun, like slumber party Saturday night movie, uh, it's it's perfect for that. Uh, it's it's definitely in the vein of Happy Death Day, um, but I don't think it's as good. But I definitely think it's if you based on the description that Aubrey gave, if you watch the trailer, you pretty much got the whole movie. So as long as you can handle that, I, I say it's worth it. All right. Well, uh, I already established that I love the movie, so let's uh, let's drop the drop. Let's spoil Freaky. Spoiler alert! I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. All right, Markel, let's start with things we liked about the movie. What did you like about Freaky? Uh, I love the whole setup. Uh, I like the the kids getting killed in the beginning. Uh, I like the the way that the camera pans across the the wall of masks and you notice that one's missing. 
Uh, I thought the the violence in the beginning of the movie was really good. I thought it was really gory. Uh, I was worried for Aubrey <laughs> during that beginning. Uh, I like the fact that the killer was very uh, efficient in his killing. Like he wasn't like dallying around. I liked all of the performances. I thought the girl that played Millie, uh, I thought she was great. Um, Vince Vaughn, uh, he had a lot more to do and I thought he was really good. Uh, any scene that he had to run away as he was Millie, I thought was hilarious. Uh, the way that he runs is hysterical. Um, I loved her best friends. I thought they were really good. I thought they were going to be annoying, but they actually turned out to be really cool characters. And I love the, um, uh, I love, um, uh, the teacher that was an asshole to her. Uh, you might remember him from Ferris Bueller's day off as uh, Cameron. So it was cool to see him like, you know, in a movie because you know he's going to be good and it was cool to see him as an asshole teacher. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed a lot of this movie. Okay. Uh, Aubrey, how about you? I agree with Mark. Like, there were parts that were funny. Um, I like the actress that plays Millie. I think that she does really good in everything that she's been in. She always seems to wear, like, red somehow. I feel like every time I've seen her, like, in Detective Pikachu and then she's in another movie that we just watched, too. And she's a great actress. It's just, um, I don't know if I really liked the concept of this and her in it. She almost reminds me a little bit of uh, Chloe Moretz, the the chick that uh, plays Hit Girl in Kick-Ass. Like, she did such a great job in Kick-Ass, and then she goes off to do these weird roles that are, like, girly and teenage-y. And I don't, I don't like that. I want to see empowering kind of things. Um so I don't really like seeing the high school drama. That's not my thing. I did like Vince Vaughn. I thought that this was a little bit out of his normal character. And that was really great of him to be able to adapt. Um, I did. I liked the cast. I liked I, I liked how they casted it and everything. I mean, and there wasn't anything like horrible about it. It just wasn't my thing, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, now for me, I absolutely love the movie. Um, I remember this lead actress was in Detective Pikachu, as uh, Aubrey just said, and she's a cutie patootie. So that was a plus. Um, Vince Vaughn was awesome in this movie. It was hilarious. That scene where he makes out with the guy he has a crush on in the back of the car was I was fucking dying. (laughs) Rolling. That was good. Uh, (laughs) Um. Um, I was, I, I agree with you, Mark. I was nervous when it first started. So like full disclosure, I always try to watch these movies ahead of Aubrey if we're doing something like this, because then I can say, Hey, don't watch this, <laughs> you know, like a uh, color out of space or something like that. Like, uh, yeah, why don't, why don't you skip this one off? <laughs> so I was a little nervous when it first started because it starts off like a straight horror movie, um, with a lot of gore. And I was like, shit. And then it, it goes and it goes off and it, it, it gets more of a comedic and like kind of goofy edge for the rest of the movie. Even I don't think there's even really that many gory kills after that outside of her uh, cutting her teacher in half with a buzzsaw, <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. which was uh, which was gory, but it was hilarious. So I didn't think that would be like, a, you know, I didn't think that was going to be a big deal. So um, I, I felt confident that Aubrey could handle it after the, the opening, like five minutes. <laughs> so it, it, it's not 
that scary after after that first part. But I do yeah, appreciate I mean, that you warned me ahead of time because I do get like horrible anxiety. I'm like, oh god, am I gonna watch something that's and animals can die? <laughs> so, <laughs> And I panicked for a good while, but then like, oh, if Joey watched it, he would have told me. Right. <laughs> so right, it always right. does give me that reassurance. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we're assholes, but we're not like asshole assholes, you know. We we try to to protect Aubrey at all costs. So um, so I I did I did like that. I love the opening that was like more like a horror movie, and I like the rest of the movie, which was goofy and funny. Uh, her, like you said, Markellis, her friends were hilarious. I loved the scene where they had um her when she's possessed they had her tied up in in the gay kid's house mm. <laughs> he's trying to convince his mom he was straight and that's why he had her tied up <laughs> that was funny as fuck that was uh, that was good i just i really enjoyed the movie a lot i just i thought it was funny i liked a lot of the situations um i enjoyed vince vaughn's performance like you said mark ellis he did a good job of differentiating when he was the two different characters um they killed him at the end of the movie <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like killed him, killed him. <laughs> like he's not coming back, which, which is like I'm like, man, how are they going to make a sequel to this? Because this was actually pretty damn successful. So um, even in a pandemic, I think it was made for let's say three or four million dollars. It's made definitely made more than that uh, theatrically worldwide. And, and it just came out on, on a video, home video. So uh, I think could always like, switch it up, like do a serial killer from a different town or something. Right. I mean, well, how many towns? have serial killers <laughs> you'd be surprised <laughs> you never so. know i guess so i guess so uh, but yeah i mean i really enjoyed it and i thought it was funny and it, it was a good time i had a good time watching it. it felt good to watch a movie that was good for a while i, I feel like this year's been a lot of meh, like two and a half two out of five movies and, and i was very happy to sit down and watch something that was good but with the good must come the bad so Marcellus, what didn't you like about this movie all right, so my issue with the movie and and I this is it's exactly the same as Happy Death Day. It's not the movie, it's me. Like the the issue isn't the movie, it's me. Like you really have to turn your brain off in you order You sound to- like the girls I used to try to date in high school. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> I felt that was coming. Um yeah, it's it's the 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 only reason this movie works is because it's a horror movie. Like that's the only reason why the story even propels itself. It's so simple and it's fine. But I, you know, as someone who watches movies a lot, it gets, it sometimes it gets a little difficult for me to turn my brain off. Like in the beginning, the, the beginning of the movie, the very first killing scene, you know, he's killing the teenagers in a house. The girl runs into the closet, right? And it's like classic horror movie. He's walking in a room. He opens up the closet door. She's not there. He closed the closet door and goes about his business. The reason she wasn't there is because there was a, like a doorway in the back of the closet, like a panic room. If you're in a house in a serial killer and you go into the panic room, why would you come out? Why wouldn't you stay there? That made no sense to me. There's a serial killer on a loose. He killed four teenagers. Why would Millie be sitting on a bench by herself at the end of the the football game with no one around? There's like no security. Her friends don't even like text her to check, make sure that she's okay. She's just there. She, the only reason she's there is so that we can have the scene of him, you know, attempting to kill her. Um, how does he know how a, a cryogenic chamber works in a high school? 
Why would he freeze that girl to death? How did they have something that dangerous in a high school to begin with? Again, it's 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 stupid shit. But as I'm watching, I'm like, why are you nitpicking like this? You're never like this. <laughs> these are these are the reasons why I I didn't really. These are these are the things that come up as I'm watching a movie. Why was she late for class? All right, mm-hmm. I'm, this is going to be a legitimate question. Why was why was Millie late for class? Like mm-hmm. she, she's a, she she seems like a good student, right? Like she doesn't seem like a complete slacker. It doesn't seem like she had her head in the clouds or or was drunk or anything like that. Why would she? She's having so much issues in this class. Why was she late? They never explain it. The reason she was late is so that you can set up that set the clock five minutes behind trick towards the end. The only reason this movie works is because it's a horror movie. They have to put these things in there. It doesn't make any sense normally. So that's what I didn't like about it. Again, but it's the same thing as Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day is the exact same thing. All right, Mr. Nitpicky. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Aubrey, how about you? Yeah, again, I agree with Mark. I don't like the illogical parts in it, but... That's pretty standard for me to, to be nitpicky. I am nitpicky. Um, so those parts did bother me as well. It, it just, like I said, it's not a bad movie. So there's nothing that I hate or dislike enough to make me angry. Like some movies that we have watched, like Beckman. Um, but it's... It's good. It, it's definitely not going on my hated list of the year. It's just not my type of movie. It's boring because, again, it's high school drama. I feel like I've seen a, a lot of that. I feel like I've seen a lot of uh, body switching movies. Those are kind of they didn't. They've never been interesting in the first place, and I just feel like they. And maybe they're for a specific crowd, but not me. I had it with the. The one with Rob Schneider in it, you know, I, that one was good, but that was like it for me. I didn't need another one after that. So, I mean, it, it like I said, it's a good movie. It, there's nothing that I hate, nothing other than nitpicking the logical pieces of it, but that's about it. Hey, Aubrey, you know who else was in a uh, body switching movie? Who? Take a guess. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Lindsay Lohan. Oh yeah, yeah. She you know, well, she's in Freaky Friday, yeah. Yeah. And then there was another Freaky Friday movie, and then yeah, the original. <laughs> yeah, there's been a eighteen quite again. A few, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eighteen again. Vice versa. You know, See, the, there's so many. The original title for this movie was Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. So I, I did enjoy the Friday the Thirteenth aspect. I thought the title cards were actually pretty funny when they whenever they popped up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for me, uh, my problem was that the movie wasn't long enough. <laughs> and I hate to uh, agree with Mark's nitpickiness and Aubrey's <laughs> nitpickiness, but um, it felt like the movie was real tight. Yeah. And they you know, wanted to hit their I don't know, 90 minute, slightly 110 minute runtime. And that was it. Whereas if they had spent an extra like 15 minutes, 20 minutes kind of showing you some of the stuff, like I just getting to know the characters better. You know what I mean? Like what, like you said, Mark, like, why was she always late to class? I mean, I guess it's implied because she's having problems at home since her dad died, but it'd be nice to see that, you know, be nice to see a little bit more of 
the serial the butcher before they I don't know, like switch bodies to get kind of more of a feel of what, what he is other than just a, you know, Terminator like killing machine. Um, it would have been nice to see a little bit more of her high school life before the body switch. Just I felt like like they, some stuff needed just needed to be fleshed out a little bit more. Um, instead of just being a lot of tropes. Yeah. Which is fine. Cause like I said, I loved the movie, but like, man, it could have been like, it, this could have been a masterpiece with just a little bit, more time in the oven and honestly that's my only nitpick because i i loved a lot of the gore was cool there was some cool kills uh, you know i enjoyed the movie so i'm not going to nitpick on it too much but i i just needed like a like i want to say like 15 minutes more this needed to be like a tiny bit longer i'm sure you guys don't want to hear that but (laughs) (laughs) no no no. i i would have i that's exactly what i'm talking about like a little bit more padding a little bit more of a of a, a reason of why these things are happening would be would have been better instead of them, them happening just to happen like like Vince Vaughn or like her mom I guess her mom's no longer an alcoholic and uh, she's ready to get out there and mingle so her hitting on Vince Vaughn it seemed it's only there just because it has to be there you know what I mean like it didn't seem like it fell organically at all, all, right. all right. well you know that was really my only nitpick so let's do it let's give it a score out of five zero being the worst five being the best for freaky Aubrey what do you got I'm going to give it a uh, a 3.75. That seems really high for a movie you didn't like. <laughs> well, I didn't hate it. There wasn't anything, like, horrible about it. It just wasn't my thing. You know, there wasn't anything fundamentally wrong with it. Like, what what else have we seen that's been terrible? Besides Beckman, I feel like I've used that up. But, like, Charlie's Angels. Like, that was Horrible. Horrible. And this wasn't horrible. It just wasn't my type of movie. So. All right. Mark Ellis. Yeah, this movie is horror tropes, the movie, uh, which is fine. You know, you kind of know what you're getting into. Uh, is it worth the $20 to spend? Uh, ye- that's tough because they didn't really lie. They kind of gave you what you what they said they were going to give you. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give it a three point five out of five because it, it's it is a good movie, but it's not it's not like an all around good movie. Like Ready or Not, Ready or Not, I feels like kind of in the same wheelhouse, but done really well. This one is just yeah, kind of well, like Ready or Not is way better than this. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but it's it's going for that same thing. It's that same like horror comedy thing, but that script felt a lot tighter. This one just felt like we need to hit these. We need to check off these boxes. And it doesn't really matter how we get to it. So, um, yeah, 3.5 out of 5. You know, if you have an extra 20 bucks, sure. Otherwise, just wait. All right. Well, as I said before, I loved this movie. I thought it was hilarious. I had a really good time watching it. I love horror comedy, I think, is one of my favorite genres. I think it's fair to say. Um, and I'm giving this a 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5. I wanted to go 4.5, but I think Whoa. it's not quite that close to five, especially now that Mark just brought up ready or not, um, which I gave a five out of five. It's not 0.5 away from that. So uh, I, I feel confident with a four, four out of five for me for freaky. I really enjoyed it. I think if you liked these kinds of movies and you're okay, I God, I hate to say this cause it's not, it sounds so awful to say this. Uh, I feel like it, people say it to almost make an excuse for a movie and I am, <laughs> But if you turn your brain off, 
I hate saying that, but turn your brain off a little bit uh, for some of the tropes and the cliches and stuff and just just roll with it and you'll enjoy it. I had a great time watching it. Um, and maybe I'm scoring it higher than I would because this has been a rough year for finding like any movies that are good. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear about this movie from me again in a few weeks oh, when we do our best and worst of 2020. So that's going to do it for Freaky. Let's get some recommendations and wrap it up before we tap it up. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners out there? If you are looking for Christmas presents, uh, check out our store, um, our T Public store. Uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff on there masks. Laptop cases, I think I saw once. Uh, T-shirts, whole bunch of stuff. I'm going to start an Etsy store, and then I'll post that on Twitter, so you can follow me on Twitter, and then you'll find out when I sell my dream catchers. All right, Marcellus, how about you? Uh, you know, I saw an amazing movie this week called The Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, it's one of those movies that I, it came out in 2017. I didn't really care about it at all. Uh, but I watched it finally three years later, and you know what? It's fucking amazing. It's really good. Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson, Salma Hayek. It's surprisingly good. So, uh, yeah, I would say if you have access to that, it's not streaming anywhere, but you know, if you have a couple of bucks and you want to spend money on that, I would suggest spend money on uh, The Hitman's Bodyguard. It's an action comedy that has a lot of action, and it's actually really funny. All right. Well, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts, we will be there. Check out our YouTube page, YouTube, and search SoWizardPodcast. There's hours of free exclusive content on there. Adam's got some new interviews up. A new uh, Rocket and Groot statue unboxing just dropped the other day. And more interviews that are coming, so check out our YouTube channel. Don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. You can monetarily support the show. You get extra exclusive content. Uh, we just added, I don't know if we mentioned this on the main show yet, but we just added for our Patreons uh, early access to the YouTube videos as well as starting next year in January, a brand new video podcast we're moving star wars talk over to patreon from the regular youtube only for patreons and it'll be me and adam once a month talking everything star wars and it'll be a video podcast so you can actually see what we look like (laughs) so please don't delete your pledge (laughs) (laughs) but that'll be another exclusive thing for our patreons and that's not affecting the pricing at all it still stays at one dollar or three dollars so Check it out and support the show. Uh, as Aubrey said, we've got our T Public store where you can order all sorts of things with our designs and logos on it, like T-shirts, mugs, masks, laptop bags, uh, notebooks, everything under the sun. We can fit it on. It's there. That also helps us out. I will recommend uh, jump on Netflix. They just released two new episodes of the movies that made us, uh, their holiday edition, and it's got Elf which I don't like as a movie. Sorry, guys. I know that's an unpopular opinion. but So I didn't watch that episode. But there's also one on Nightmare Before Christmas. And that was very interesting. So check those out, the movies that made us on Netflix. And, you know, while you're farting around and looking for something to watch, you might want to check out New Mutants. Because finally, my friends, that is what we are going to be reviewing next week. It's only been, what, three years in the making? <laughs> exactly. 
We are going to finally find out if these mutants are new or stale and old. So check us out next week. But that is going to do it for episode 331 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Ho, ho, ho. You're all hoes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Markel. Let's break it. Uh, everybody have a great week uh, and Wakanda forever. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Good journey.